Okay, Nazmul, we are back, and it is time to talk about outsource to profits, best practices to offshoring. You've got some questions for me. Want to be able to answer? Let's yeah, absolutely. Roll. So, um, whenever we talk with founders who has never outsourced, right? We talk about how much money they can save, and we say we can save a lot of money, and then maybe we say you can save up to seventy-five percent. But tell me, how do we prove it? And I know for a fact that you spend a lot of time uh, to build a tool to show exactly how they can save a lot of t- you know a lot of that money. Can you share the screen and show these amazing tools that you have created that actually shows like how much money they can save every year and how does it work? Absolutely. So what we've created is called an operating leverage benchmarking tool. Now, for anybody who's listening to this podcast in the car, I'm going to try to describe it as best as you can so that you kind of get the the essence of the tool and you can download it. It's in our free resources. But it's really important that you understand the purpose of this tool is for yourself or anybody in your team. If you want to change, you have to open up your mind. You have to first recognize the opportunity cost of the decisions you've made in the past and would make in the future. And so this document is an objective view into what is my profitability today? And what does the impact of hiring one, 10, or 100 people offshore mean to my business? So with that, what I'm going to do is I'm going to share my screen. And while you're sharing the screen, I would request everybody to go to getleverage.com, G-E-T-L-E-V-R-G.com, and you can download this free resource whenever you want. Fantastic. So Nazmul, uh, I see only the resource itself. Tell me if that's what you see. Yes, I can see it. Okay, fantastic. So what we've done is we've created into steps. So it's kind of point and shoot as to what you need to do first. Step number one is it's always important to either look at the EBITDA or profit margin that you create today or your desired profit margins. So in this example, uh, a really strong professional services company would aim to yield greater than 20% EBITDA every year. So I put in 20%. The reason that this is important is it's going to help you calculate, and this is a really important metric, when you save $1, it's not just about saving a dollar. What you've actually done is reduced a headwind coming your way. If you're a 20% EBITDA business and you save an actual dollar, the opportunity cost is you don't have to go find $5 of revenue to achieve the same profitability. Now, when you start to scale this, this becomes wildly important. Now you've taken all this pressure off your sales and marketing team, or maybe your customer success team to upsell and cross-sell into your existing customers. You've taken all this pressure off the team to go chase the next dollar. And this is a huge mistake that I made with Sales for Life. My first company, we grew from zero to $3 million would seem like overnight. It was an amazing rocket ship. You know, we strapped onto the rocket ship of social selling and we rode it all the way. It's, you know, in my micro world, it felt like to the moon. But on the journey, I had been spending my whole career focused on the numerator. How much money and revenue could we bring in? But I didn't focus on the denominator. And I didn't come to realize that if I had just saved a dollar, I didn't have to chase revenue as hard and fast. 
I didn't have to jack up my cost of customer acquisition um, and my payback period as hard as I did. So step number one, enter your profit margin. Step number two is you start to think through, and there are various types of roles. You're either maybe replacing a role or you are replicating a role or it doesn't mean that you have to replace every role, but this is meant to spot price objectively, the opportunity cost of a role that you have today versus a role offshore. So it says, step number two, insert the monthly base pay and any other uh, auxiliary costs that that employee might incur, but you first focus on your onshore cost. So as an example, I'm going to go down to all the roles that we have here. We have marketing and sales and customer success and so forth. And let's take a very popular one, social media manager. Okay. So what I'm going to do here is I'm thinking of what this person here in North America makes as a base pay. You might have commission or bonuses. You might have vacation pays. You might have HMO and severance pays. You might want to think about your corporate insurance that are, are, are justified against that person. So don't, when you think of an employee's cost and you pay somebody $5,000 a month, typically your desk fee, it's called like the total operating expense of that person. It's not 5000 because there are all these other soft costs here in North America that make up the employee. But for simplicity, I'm going to put in $5,000. Now, what it's done is we have two columns. For any of you listening on the road, column number one is its equivalency in the Philippines. And column number two is its equivalency in Bangladesh. Now, what it does is it auto-calculates. And I'm going to read this out for you. What I did is I put $5,000 as my monthly service fee to employing my social media manager. It's alternative in the Philippines is $1,000 a month. So what we've ended up doing is saving $4,000 every month. And in Bangladesh, that same equivalency is $700 a month. And now the savings is $4,300. Now, that's just one role. Here's what it means to the business. You now move up this document and it, it basically gives you two statements. Statement number one is it says, what you've done, let's use Bangladesh as the example. So we saved $4,300 every month. It multiplies it by 12. It says this represents that you have increased your annual profits by $51,600 US that you uh, would have achieved by just shifting this one role from the social media manager in Toronto, Canada, where I live, or maybe Columbus, Ohio, or Austin, Texas, you've moved it to Bangladesh. Jamie, I have seen these documents so many times, but still, when you just did this, it just blows my mind, $51,000 just by- $51,000. Just by one person, just by replacing one person. This, again, exactly. I, I have seen it over and over and over again, right? But it's still, it just blows my mind. I'm getting goosebumps, I'm, I'm, I promise you. Like, it's just unfathomable for me to see how much money anybody can actually save. 
This is just amazing. So you've saved $51,000. And by the way, out of just start. salary, I'm sorry to cut you off in the middle, but just out of salary, forget, forgetting about everything else. Salary of one person. Of one person. You've saved $51,000. Now what you've created is called optionality. That optionality is I can then redeploy. So if you think of what a CEO and founder controls, one of the biggest roles on our responsibility is the distribution of funds, right? What we do with capital. We can use this 51,000 to maybe go hire a more senior person in a strategic role we always wanted. We wanted to grow our sales and marketing team. We now have budget. You want to do paid media. You have $51,000 to do it. You have debt in the business. You can go pay it off faster. You want to buy out a business partner. You've just created more retained earnings to do so. I could do this all day long. It's called optionality for your capital. Now, the most important number, I don't think is just that you saved $51,000 in hard cost. It's the opportunity cost of this massive headwind, especially in the year 2023 when we're filming this. What has it done to your business? You no longer need to chase a quarter million dollars because what it did is it took $51,600, multiplied it by five, because remember, we're a 20% EBITDA business. And it's saying $258,000. You don't have to go chase all this year to yield the exact same profit margin you are today. $250,000, you have an annual uh, average contract value of, let's say, $50,000. You just saved yourself five customers. You don't have to go chase. You don't have to go upsell. Your sales and marketing team doesn't have to sweat and fret and think, how are we going to, how are we actually going to do this? That is the power of what we created. Well, I was showing you, uh, Nazmul and I were uh, doing a, a kind of our morning call here this morning. And I was showing an example where a, a, a prospective customer of ours is looking at doing this to the magnitude of two options, one to 10 teammates, another to 28 teammates. The multiplying effect was a million dollars in EBITDA saved and $5.7 million in tail, or sorry, in headwind reduced in the amount of revenue they need to go chase. That is like an entire different business. When you make a million dollars more in EBITDA, for a lot of companies that many times don't even make a million dollars in EBITDA, it's like you've just awoken to a new company. So anyways, this Jamie, is- we're the, not. The, here's the thing. Here's me telling you this. We're not charging people enough. We should be charging like, you know, we should be, this is what we should be saying to our clients. Like, hey guys, I'm telling you, I'll, whatever amount we're going to save, we just want 20% out of it. <laughs> I think that's what we should do it. I have been thinking, maybe <laughs> I should, should be do it. Savings, yes. Oh my God, can you imagine? Like, they still will be saving at least $800,000 per year if we take like 20% out of it. <laughs> anyway. 100%. And the purpose of why we're doing this, this is, this is early on in our learning application at Get Leverage. This is one of the first things you as a founder and CEO need to do because first you have to de- develop your why. Why are you even considering offshoring? But then you need an objective, a a reality, an objective detail that says, 
oh, okay, now I know why my marketing team, elements of my marketing team need to be offshore. Because I can't chase, my cost customer acquisition is too high right now. My payback period is too long out into the future. By shifting a few of these roles, I can be price competitive now. I can acquire customers affordably. And this is just one role. Again, if we do five more roles like this, you're going to see that these numbers start to compound. And we're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars of profit. Optionality. Just just to see a really good um, example, can you just add a few more just so that we can say, hey, here's your social media team. This might cost you this much and you are going to save a number like, okay, this is how much we might save. So can you just add a few more numbers? Like we have one content marketing manager. Oh, sorry. You have social media manager. And then can you add number to graphic designer? Just yeah, a, graphic designer. Yes. And then video editor and then content editor. This, that's it. Yeah. Okay. So, and the reason I'm adding $5,000. So anybody listening in the car, what I've done is I've taken five roles, five very common roles. When you think of a well-rounded marketing team. I've taken your social media manager, SEO manager, graphic designer. So that could be, uh, think of uh, your social posts that are carousel, GIFs, and static images, and your website. Then you have video editor, right? So your YouTube channel and so forth. And then you have your content writer. Now, $5,000 a month is uh, just doing some math. That's $60,000 a year salary. That is not earth-shattering amounts of money. We're talking about a junior professional who's in their 20s uh, working in your business. So we are not, your prices might be far higher than this. So we took five rolls, $5,000 a month, spotted it against Philippine and Bangladesh. Here's what the numbers mean now. Your EBITDA increase. So you just shifted the back end. Think of the support system to your marketing team. So your marketing team, you might have an existing CMO in your business or VP of marketing and maybe one or two other onshore leaders, but then their entire supporting ecosystem is now offshore. You created $262,000 more in EBITDA. We are talking about more EBITDA than most founders pay themselves in a year. So you just recreated an entire distribution of wealth to yourself, as an example, that you never had before. What you also did is reduced $1.3 million in headwind of the amount of sales that you need to go chase. Again, a lot of companies, you know, seven figures is a milestone in itself, reaching a seven-figure business. You just, you don't need to even go chase a million dollars. You just took a million off of your chase by changing five people. So these, this is the power of what this does. This is amazing. And everybody who will be listening to this podcast or watching this podcast on YouTube, if you're watching this after a year, I'm telling you, you will see a different version for sure because uh, me and Jamie will work on this document and make sure that we don't have only this salary part, but we also add how much it might save in terms of the overall operation, like, you know, office space and internet and everything else. So we will definitely add that part. But Jamie, this is, I, I, I'm, I'm sure I'm, uh, I'll be repeating this for the 10th time, but every single time I, you know, you open this document or I've opened this document, it just blows my mind. The numbers that I see there, it just... Your team. 
Let me give you the real life scenario. And, and, and I will tell these stories a million times, but it's important to learn through the mistakes that I made to help my fellow founder. I had $3 million revenue business, but my marketing expenses were $800,000 a year. Now, anybody listening who's great with math recognizes I was going to hit the wall at 200 miles an hour at some point, and I did. I hit the wall at 200 miles an hour by just having a few soft months in sales. My expenses hit that wall. Completely changed my marketing where my annual budget of 800000 was able to change into a few hundred thousand. And over the course of the year 2019 through 2021, I was able to create over a million dollars in distributions for my family and to my partners and to buy out an, a, a, a legacy business partner. So these are the things like just changing marketing allowed me to create dramatically more EBITDA, allowed me to build retained earnings. So I now had an, you know, an insulation in the bank account. And when we felt that insulation had grown sufficient, we wanted to buy out a partner. I wanted to feed my family. I was able to, again, complete optionality I never had before. And I used to think that that was how I was supposed to run a business, like money in, money out. Like, it's kind of hand to mouth model. That's not necessarily how it has to happen. And Guys, so that's yeah. what the sales for life. And then with Pipeline Signals, with Nazmul, we built our entire marketing department offshore from day one. So we could be profitable right away. Yeah. Yeah. If you really like this episode, if you really enjoyed this podcast, do subscribe. And more than anything else, just test it out. Just you know, the, the, the resource is absolutely for free. You can just go today and download it from getleverage.com. Just go uh, to our free resource page and just, just test it out. This has nothing to do with taking our service. We just want you to see how much money you can save. Again, you don't have to fire somebody just because you opened this document. But what I encourage you to do is just, you know, just input the data and see how much money you can save, what can be the potential so that you can look into the future and say, oh, okay, because what I see now, maybe in future I'll do this and that. So just using this document will not make a lot of difference, but this is going to be a really good start for you. So please check it out from getleverage.com, G-A-T-L-E-V-R-E-G.com. I keep, I keep you know, giving, give you the breakdown of it because the get leverage part, you know, the spelling is a little different for us. So yeah, if you're yeah, watching- the, the word leverage, the, yes. the, the English word leverage was taken, but I wanted, you know, us as founders, you know, this is why I called it get leverage is that's ultimately what, what, when you change up your human capital costs, you, you create greater operational leverage. And so it's a play on words. It's get leverage, L-E-V-R-G.com. Yeah. yeah, let's keep it short and let's keep it only for the resources that we have created. Jamie, thank you so much for your time and see you on the next episode.